<laughs> You're listening to Beyond the Bike with Big Lou. And now a few words from our advertisers. Welcome to Sysmontane Brewing Company. We are located at 1409 East Warner Suite 6, Santa Ana, California 92705. We are open on Monday through Thursday from 3 to 9, Friday and Saturday from 12 to 9, and Sunday from 12 to 6. We have 15 beers on tap with rotating seasonal options. We also have a cask night and taco Tuesday every Tuesday from 3 to 9. And we also feature vinyl Sundays where you can come and choose your own record and we play your music for you. We'll see you soon, Santa Ana. Cheers. guys welcome welcome to an episode of beyond the bike i'm your host big lou and who doesn't like some led zeppelin on a beautiful thursday sunny southern california evening or that's not sunny uh, you know what 7 30 there's still light out there right travis it's still sunny yeah so we got travis live in the studio and his brother's gonna be calling in here shortly uh travis from the racing roastery yes what's up dude welcome back thank you for having me again and man we got we got coffee overload. We're going to be up all night, probably for another, what, we'll probably be up for like a whole week straight, right? <laughs> there's there's <laughs> enough caffeine here to kill a horse, I think. Wow. <laughs> At least. So what's up, man? Where, how you been? What have you Good. been up to? Good. Been working and roasting and traveling, so it's been a crazy year so far. Rambling, traveling, up. man. Yeah. So, <laughs> Trying to keep up with everything. Right on. So uh, you got a lot of coffee here, dude. I do. So... One of the things you and I had talked about is we wanted to put a roast together yeah. for Lusion Brews. Yeah. And this happens to also coincide okay. with um, I can't get the beans I want for my Joplin roast anymore. Okay. So we're deciding what the new Joplin roast is going to be tonight. Mm. So one, okay. of our, one of our favorite trails around. Yep. We're gonna, it's going to be the Lusion Brews or the Lusion Brews or the Lou. The Big Lou stamp of approval. <laughs> yeah. so we're going to get a sticker for the, uh, the bags, the Big Lou stamp of approval for Lusion <laughs> Brews. But this is what we'll probably end up serving at Lusion Brews this year, whatever we decide on tonight. Okay. So what we're doing is we're doing it sort of cupping style. Well, what I did is I put about um, two tablespoons in each one of these cups, put about two, three ounces of water in, and we're going to let it sit for a second. So it's sort of an immersion technique. Okay. And this is what they do. I, I'm no expert at all in cupping and grading coffee but this is what we did i've taken one or two sort of cupping classes and kind of kind of gone over and um done this at a couple of the the local coffee shops and uh had them explain to me how it works and i did like a formal cupping class once to see how they grade coffee yeah and this is how they do it so i figured this would be the easiest way to do it you just dump the water on the coffee you sample it and then you go from there i, I thought cupping was something to do with like recovery or something as a <laughs> you know you go to a chiropractor or something that you know <laughs> I think there's different kinds. Like the, burn, the burning cups, where yeah. They, uh, yeah, they stick them to you. Jeez Louise. 
So what I did is I got I have seven different roasts here. Okay. Um, so they're all, and the reason, and the reason why I picked these particular roasts is because my Joplin was a was a Panamanian roast. So all of these are Central and South Af- or C- Central and South American roasts. Okay. So that's what we're working off today. They're, they're so typically what um, more of a like caramel, nutty. Uh, what do you what are, you know? What kind of profile we're looking at here? So you're gonna see a, a, a little bit of everything. I, what I do, what I did is I tried to roast them all at about the same level. I got them right up to about a medium. Um, because I wasn't, I haven't played with these beans. Some of these are new for me. These two over here I've done before and I did it about the same. So I did them all at about the same level so we can taste them at the same level. Okay. And I have seven different farms that we're going to try. <laughs> so I know it's a lot, but. Are, are these uh, organic? Uh... They're all, yeah, I do only organic. And I usually try to do a little research on the farms as well or just have the broker tell me about them. So they're all organic. They're all specialty coffee, okay. which is typically in the top 7% of all graded coffee out there. That's why. I mean, it's a little more expensive, but I think it tastes way better. You get a lot of consistency, uh, and it's just it's just really good coffee. So they call it specialty, and I only get the specialty um, level coffee from mm-hmm. the brokers. The ones I go to, that's all they sell. Okay. So it's like probably the top 10, 7 to 10% wow. of all coffee. So now, uh, I mean, when I go drink coffee in the morning, either I go to Starbucks or I go to McDonald's, right? Yep. Starbucks always has, you go to one. It tastes one flavor, you go to another one, and it tastes like completely different, and mm-hmm. it's like tastes burnt. But McDonald's coffee, it's always consistent. And what is it, like Arabica beans? I mean, yeah. what is that? What's in a, what, is, what kind of bean is that? I think, I mean, most beans out there, like I think 90% of the beans out there are Arabica beans. There's another one that's Robusto, and usually I think those are grown at lower sea level, like like closer to sea level. The Arabica beans, I believe, I, I, don't, I don't know for sure. I kind of read up on it a bit just to make sure I kind of understand it. But the Arabica beans are usually grown a little higher, and they're, the, they're sort of the standard okay. across most, most farms do Arabica. Okay, yeah. okay. So I've got one here that's actually an Arabica. It's a bourbon, which they, they call it. It's just a bourbon style, like a bourbon sort of – it's a, a strain a string of the beans. So it's, it's interesting. You, you, you'll notice a difference in the flavor for okay. sure. Yeah, and then uh, people can, can go to your website directly, which is theracingroastery.com, yep. and – you, right now you have a, a special going on, right? You have the three those three bags for forty bucks. Yes, right. Three for forty. Three for forty. That's a pretty good deal. Yeah. No, and it's three. They're the twelve ounce bags. I usually overfill them anyway, so you, you get a few more <laughs> ounces most of the time. <laughs> what is usually typically what like a, a pound, a pound or? A... Uh, so usually it's it's probably almost a pound of beans gets you a bag of about twelve to fourteen ounces of roasted beans. Okay. So yeah, so the bags I, I weigh them out and they end up being about thirteen ounces. Um, the bags, which usually a pound of green, translates to one of these bags, okay. which is about 12 to 13 pounds. And, and all, and all made with love all, by you. All made with love by <laughs> me, yeah. Now, the last time you came in, uh, you were talking about the upgrading like the, the actual roaster that you mm-hmm. guys had. I've gotten bigger and I've gotten bigger and faster roasters. So okay. yes, I have I have the sort of the next level of roasters. So I had a couple of smaller ones. I mean, I've I've had every level that you can go. I have taster roasters. I have bigger ones, and the one I have now, I can do about two pounds per roast and it roasts pretty fast so i can do a lot more than i was able to previously now so now as a roaster how do you keep keep it all consistent is it uh temperature and then the duration of the roast or the beans or i mean i, I you know so for me i if when, when we start tasting the, uh these and we can start with some of them here pretty soon i think okay. the other one that the water might be hot again so okay. we got to fill this in but for me uh i really like to roast to about just just shy of medium because that gets all the sour and bitterness, like the green out of it, and you're way, you're well before the, the burn taste. So I really <laughs> like the mellow, and that's most beans for me are right before a medium is what I like to roast to. Okay. I like light to medium. Just It just tastes the best to me, especially with the beans I've chosen. So the one I gave you is the King of Earth. This is, I actually have this in, in there if you want to taste that after we've tasted some of this. There, there, there's different processing that they do with the beans as well. So this is my only bean that is a naturally processed bean, and it's natural is my favorite. What, what do you, what do you mean by that? So there's two, there's two or three different sort of processing techniques. The, all the ones I have here, because my Joplin was a washed bean, these are these these they take the fruit and they wash the fruit off and let it dry just as the bean. This they actually let the fruit dry. On, so that's the king of vert. They let the fruit dry on the bean, and it ferments a little bit. So you get a real fruity, a really bright, wow. fruity, 
like really different flavor, a little bit of fermentation in there. And this is, I absolutely love the natural. The funny thing about them is they can't, they're not consistent Mm because it all depends on like how much water was in the, in the fruit. Weather, weather, all that stuff, yeah. If the volcano around the corner blew up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Wow. So this one, this one's my favorite, but it's interesting because every time I get it, I get a little different flavor. Okay. out of it so every time i get a, a, a batch of the beans it's like okay this one tastes like strawberries it tastes yeah. like blueberries now but it's really good it's almost like a like a is there like a, so for wine there's like a sommelier right mm-hmm. and yeah then, and then there's like a um what's the one for the beer i, I always forget beer monger <laughs> <Isn't laughs> no, that... no but i mean is there like a level of like yeah okay the, uh, the guy who did the cupping class i was in is like he's a grader so he actually is one of the people that when a farm comes into existence a cicerone i'm sorry it came to me cicerone. that's that's the beer guy okay anyways <laughs> yeah they have a coffee guy that does the same thing and they'll send out batches to all the really high high well-known graders at the different coffee companies and they'll say here's a batch and they have to roast it to a very specific specification and it's like and it, it, it's really weird the guy was telling me it's like even they'll even say like you don't have to just roast it to a light or a medium you roast it to where 80 percent of the weight is out of the bean so they actually have a weight in some of the beans they send over roast 20 percent of the water out it's it was really interesting the way he was telling me some, i don't know how to grade stuff, though huh? yeah i don't know how to grade it but he was telling me some of the interesting stuff they have to do <laughs> to become a grader and then the sheet he showed me to grade it it had it must have had 50 60 different check boxes to grade all aspects of the coffee so it's pretty Man. amazing so if you want to stay up at night, you know, you drink some of the racing roastery stuff. <laughs> yeah. And that's the other reason. I want to roast it to where it doesn't start, like, burning the caffeine. I want as much caffeine as possible in the, uh, in the beans. So. Now, is, is there a way to, to check, like, the, the level of caffeine? That's no. In? No? Okay. It's, the lighter the roast, typically, the more caffeine. I mean, it's not – it's kind of negligible, but I like the lighter roasts. And okay. They seem to have a lot more caffeine. So. Well, let's, let's get into it, man. What, yeah. what, what, are we, uh, what do we got here? So let me, let me fill the rest of these up. So hold on a sec. All right. All right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you guys can, if there was like smell o vision, <laughs> you guys would be in in heaven. Uh, if you're if you're a coffee connoisseur, or coffee lover, um, I like to drink my coffee any day, night or day, whatever. I don't care. I, I uh, some people say like, oh, you shouldn't be drinking coffee, you know, before you go to bed. I do every day. Right? Yeah. Does it affect you? No. No, right? But you have to, you know, to get that like bump of like caffeine, do you need to? Drink more coffee to get your fix? No. No? <laughs> Travis says no. At this point, relax. <laughs> it's a form of therapy for yeah. Travis when he's, uh, when he's always traveling. <laughs> he's on the road. Okay. All right, here so we go. So we're all man. set. All right. So what we want to do, so Ooh. what we want to do is kind of smell them. So what we have is we have seven different roasts here. Okay. Um, typically, I think with a cupping, they do six, but I wanted, I, I, I brought two from like one country that I'm kind of, kind of geeked out about that I okay. want to try. But you can kind of smell them. All right, I'm going to smell them. Okay. See so, how you like it? Just it, you, So right now what we're doing is just smelling. Yeah, and you'll see there's some differences between the different coffees that we're going to try. So when you, when you go to like the trying on cologne you know yeah. there's a bag of beans right <laughs> to kind of neutralize oh it. that's right yeah, yeah. but but here's like what how do you neutralize the, <laughs> you can't the smell, right you gotta blow your so nose like or cleanse, something cancel these two out we need like a cologne yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> okay all right so you can kind of tell this one i, I meant to bring the uh, like the flavor profile wheel so you can kind of pick out the different flavors that you can actually pull it up online like if you go and say show me the coffee flavor profile wheel and it goes from like floral to citrus to caramel to chocolate to vegetative and these, like those, for me, smelled more a little more vegetable-y, you know? Like a little more, I want to say green, organic. Okay. Is these. And then you kind of get over to this this next, like the third one here. The, the second one smells a little more mellower yeah. than the first one. Yeah. Right? This one's the bourbon. That's why okay. I brought it up. It's a little different. Yeah. And then it's starting to get more like sort of chocolatey, caramelly. Okay. I, I can smell that. Yeah. Okay. We got cup number four here. Similar. This one's, this one's really, this one's, I can get more chocolate out of this one than, than this yeah. one, right? I think they're going to get progressively more, more chocolatey as we go down to, I think. Like that one to me kind of hit me on, on that one right there, yeah. right? It's almost like, uh, abuelitas, you know, like the, the block of like chocolate with milk. Oh yeah. You yeah. Know, like, like that, 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 I get that smell of that one here. 
so this one's a strong one to me too. That one has like a, yeah. a pretty strong, a yeah. pretty strong scent. Yep. So this is one of the ones I, I I've been drinking this week and I've been liking it, but I don't want to cloud your judgment. Here. I wonder you're all hyped up, man. <laughs> Did you drink like uh, sixteen ounces before you got? <laughs> no, no, I've got, I've got some ready to go though. So. <laughs> the last. And this here. one's this one's a lot more mellow. Yeah. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna try to clear I'm gonna try to clear the grounds off the top so you can kind of see. These are all recently roasted, so you kind of see a lot of gas is released. So that's why there's a lot of bubbles as I put the water on it. Yeah, a lot okay. of gas gets released from recently roasted coffee. So, so when you do the cupping me uh, method, you don't use a filter, right? You just put the the grounds and the water right on top of it. Yeah, right? exactly. So all okay. the grounds have sort of sunk. Okay. And I had it. The thing is, I had it ground pretty fine, so a lot of it probably dropped. But I'm just going to scoop the rest off the top here. If you got some spoons here. Yeah, do you have something I can put them in? I, I forgot. I, that's why I meant to bring the cups yeah, in. Right yeah, let's do that. All so right. let's do this. So Travis is cup number three. He's scooping some stuff off of the top. And then you're gonna wanna, you're gonna want to get your spoon, and you can actually start sampling. Like the way that so, so the way that you do it, you just get a spoon and give it a taste. Okay. Got these spoons, and it's like you're drinking soup. Yeah. Really? I think I ground it fine enough that you could you could actually sip it, but there's just a lot of grounds at the bottom, so you'll you'll get like a mouthful of them. This is good. The first one's good. So you just kind of start going through them, or what? Yeah. All right. Go back, kind of go back to the ones you like, and then we'll start honing in on the ones that uh, you and I think are the best. Okay, the second one's good. The the first one. You know what? Uh, I'm I've been kind of getting into a little bit of the, the smoking cigars, and there's some like cigars that are that you can pair them with like coffee. Yeah. Right. All right. I, to me, that first one, this first one, reminds me of cigars. Yeah. <laughs> that's the yeah, funny that, thing about yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I think about. It. I'm like, oh, dude. It's the it's the uh, that first one is the bourbon one, which mm -hmm. is interesting. Cup number three. That one's got a little bit more of, of um, like an acidic taste to it, right? A little uh, bit, number three? Yes. Yeah, yeah. One and two were pretty good. This one's strong, but it wasn't like, I don't know. I don't even want to talk about, man, but I'm just enjoying the coffee here. All, all right, right, we're all set now. Yeah, all right. Four is good. Where's uh, is your brother gonna call in, or what's going on with your oh, brother? Oh yeah, yeah. Let me get let me get him to call in here. All right, I'm on cup number five here. That one's good. Call my phone, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. That one's good. And it's gonna be it's gonna be tough, dude, to, to pick know. a coffee. I know. So some of these like. They also change. They change flavors as they cool down a lot too. So one, two, three, four, five. This one's good. I like this one right now. This one's, this yes, this is one of the one. This is the one I've been liking lately. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's that funny. Good. This one. Uh, let me make sure. Because as you get into it. Yeah. That, that one's good too. Seven's good too. These are both from the same country. Are they? So that's yeah. I think okay. they're pretty pretty close farms. So here he is. He just joined us. Hey, Brant. Hey, how's it going? Good. Welcome, Brent. Welcome to Beyond the Bike. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Where, where are you calling from? Uh, I'm calling from Montana, a little, little town outside of Missoula called Florence. Okay, okay. What's the weather like out there in Montana? I, I didn't hear you say that again. What's the weather like out there? It's not bad. I mean, it's been um, pretty pretty warm lately, but it cools down to a, a pretty good 50, 60 at night. Okay, okay. Uh Every time somebody says like they're from Montana, it reminds me of uh, the Hunt for Red October, right? That one when when yeah, I'd like to have like, seen Montana. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, right? Yeah. All right, so, go ahead. So I was going to say now we kind of want to start. Sorry, Brandon, I'm just going to explain what we're doing here. So what you kind of want to do? I, I kind of like I kind of like going through. You sample them, and then you kind of start picking out some of the flavors you like in them. So some of this, like this one, has like sort of a citrusy, a little bit of a lemon, a little floral to me. This one has a little more of like the bittersweet chocolate. And I know it's, it's subtle, but th those are the, some of the flavors I get out of it. Mm -hmm. One of these was really caramel to me, uh, really caramely to me as well. Um, this one right here was—I thought this one was super smooth. I really like this one a lot um, when I've been tasting one. it. Hey Brent, so so you, you're not a coffee guy? 
Brant is not a coffee Brant, guy. You're not a coffee guy. Oh, say that. Oh, yeah. You know, I, you know, I, I grew up not drinking it. I'm, I'm over 20 now, and uh, I don't drink it. So everything I know about coffee, Travis has literally crammed in my skull. <laughs> well, you did a great job on the on the logo on the you know oh, branding. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's something you know I enjoy doing. I mean, Travis came to me a while ago and just said, "Hey, I got this. I've got this idea." And uh, every designer wants to hear. A client say, "Do what you want," and so <laughs> I mean, that's that's kind of how it started. You know, he just said, "Do what you want," um, and I said, "Awesome!" And so we worked really closely together. And he explained everything. Like I said, everything I know about coffee, he explained it to me. And so, you know, what what, what do you do out there in Montana? I do design. That's what I do. Okay, that's that's your daily, huh? It is. It is. Most of my clients actually, I don't have any clients from Montana, but um, you know, I live here, so. So, so you do most of your stuff at home, then, huh? You work from home. Oh yeah, I do. Actually, I'm. Um, I have a little little, little shop here, and um, yeah, it's just great. Now, we live in Montana, so we get uh, fantastic hiking. I'm a winter guy too, so I mean, Travis is like the spring summer, um, warm weather, biking hundred like miles the cold. here and there. Yeah, <laughs> right, but do you guys ride together? Do you guys ride bikes? No, no, he doesn't ride at all. So you guys are like polar opposites. No, yeah. No, no. I don't, we don't even know. look I, like brothers. Is the funny thing? Really? Yeah. <laughs> at <Yeah>. all. <laughs> People would we mistake friend, us. Yeah, we had a friend of ours in high school who who looked a little bit more like me, and so we'd all hang out together, and they assumed that he and I were brothers, and Travis <laughs> was the third wheel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, where did you guys grow up? Here in South Virginia. Oh, Virginia? Yeah, okay. we grew up on the East Coast. Okay. So we kind of scattered. Like my, fam, her, my brother and my parents moved from Virginia to Montana. I have a brother still in Virginia and a sister that lives up in San Luis Obispo. Okay. So, yeah, we're all over the place. Wow. Yeah, so this one, I, I remember liking this one a lot, too. This one hit me with a little bit of caramel, number four. Number four? Yeah, I really like that one as, as well. But yeah, we were explaining the logo, Brant, if you have uh, any uh, more insight. It has, it's a little rider, but it looked like a, a lightning bolt. I don't know what the lightning bolt, where, where the R is at, you know. Well, I mean, it was yeah. It was basically like taking the R and just creating like a, a kind of a striking logo. I mean, there's a lot of um, interesting logos, but my, my personal philosophy with when it comes to logo work is that um, – there should be multiple layers to logos and to, to design itself. And so the idea is that there's an R and that you get that lightning bolt that kind of has that, that idea of speed, but then also like if it. you kind of look at it a little bit longer, you can kind of see a person hunched over on a bike, you know, if you yeah. look at it from the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't even notice that for a while. It's kind of funny. Oh, I know. Well, we, we, they all they all were at um, um, Travis's house discussing the logo when I was still here, and they actually had to call me up and ask about the logo because they all had different ideas what it was. And so I finally said, "It's a guy on a bike," and they all went, "Oh, <laughs> yeah. took ah, us a while." <laughs> got it. Got it. So I like that kind of it's that find out mode that you know that you, you find something new, and so why, this why, is also kind of there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of callback to Travis and I grew up riding bikes i mean that's one thing we had we were bmx we were into BM, we, BMX, we were really? bmx bikers oh yeah travis uh travis had a haro i had a dyno vfr <laughs> i had to mail order my first uh excuse me i had to mail order my first uh um bmx bike because we lived kind of out in, out the in the boonies, boonies. Yeah, yeah a little bit out in the boonies we we're about about an hour oh, yeah. west of dc near the blue ridge mountains okay. so we didn't really have a bike shop nearby so we had to, I had to mail order my first haro and then we mail ordered a, a dyno for him, and we went and just created our own little, uh, our own little uh, there's, riding course. There, there's moonshining out there, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> I think moonshining, right? I, I think some of our family was involved in that in the past for sure. <laughs> yeah. the, the, the legend is that my grandparent, no, my great grandparents were kicked out of Shenandoah National Park, and their house was burned when they turned it da- when they turned it into a national park. They were like full on hillbillies. Oh wow! So we're we're full hillbilly stock apparently. <laughs> oh, we're, we are. We're full on hillbilly. Well, I remember when uh, Grandma took us up to actually see the foundation of the burned house. Yeah, I, I don't remember if you were there or not. But it's in the really? Shenandoah she, National Park. They burned them she, out. Yeah, we full. Yeah, we full on drove up, and she she showed us the foundation, and she drank from a stream that was nearby, which was weird. She grew up. I think she grew up there for part of her life. It was pretty funny. Wow, she did. So these two. Um, sorry, we're going to turn back to coffee for a second. These two, I'm getting a lot of like, it's very like real organic. And this one I hit like a, like a touch of s'more. It's kind of weird. Like almost like a burnt s'more. <laughs> this was definitely like on the light side. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm really liking this. The first one, which is. This one is, this is the one that I think out of all of these is really different. Yeah. And it's one of the, it's a flavor that has like sort of grown on me. Um, but it's, it's a different, it's a different. I think this might be the only one that's not Central or South America, too, if I remember correctly. But then number six, the one you said you've been drinking, that one's yeah. really good, too. This is the one 
this is this is the one I'm leaning towards here. I really like this one. Yeah, it's really super smooth, dude. It's like easy yeah. on the palate, like you know. It just cuts too. Like you you get a little flavor, and then all of a sudden it's over. You're like, oh, okay, I want yeah. more of that now. Yeah. So Brent, I mean, what are you a tea guy? I mean, what what's your uh, what's your drink of choice? Uh, no, I like tea. I really like tea a lot. I mean, it's just coffee's coffee was foreign to me for many years and so like i said i'm just now understanding it and travis is trying his best to teach me you know how, <laughs> how things taste differently and yeah. you know but you i kind of drink kind of gotten whatever. nerdy about coffee over the last uh, four or five years yeah yeah when i when travis first started started getting hardcore into it he would he would tell me all about how he roasts it on a pan, like a sheet pan, a cookie pan. I yeah. did everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, the first time they came, they come on the show, that's when that's what you guys were doing, right? You guys were doing like no, I, I had a legitimate roaster at the oh, time. Did you? Okay, I did. I had a legitimate roaster, but all of my test roasting was done. I had literally a pan. I had a, a whirly pop, mm-hmm. and I had attached an iron, a cast iron pan to the bottom of a whirly pop because it gets too hot, so it you, like spread the heat out a little okay. better. And I would sit there and I'd have to roast it by hand, like spinning that dumb whirly pop for like 10 minutes until it's i got done workout oh, it was awful it was awful so let me tell you the countries we're looking at here now now that you've had a chance to taste i didn't want to like like cloud your your judgment this one right here is uh, a burundi so this is the one that i believe is the only one that's not from central or south america is and this the bourbon one is it is one? okay it is but let me just burundi hmm make sure yeah it's uh it's in it's from east this is the only one it's from east africa and it's a little different okay uh the the rest of them here i'll go through the countries for you so burundi on this is the first one here okay. uh the next one is got a columbia okay so this is a columbia supremo the next one we've got is brazil so brazil, the brazil okay. I've, i was liking the brazil the other day too when you run it through a filter well, I mean, Brazil is like the the world's biggest exporter of yeah. coffee. This one's a little. Fr- this one's real floral. It's got like a hint of like fresh berry to me. Like right when you sip it, it's got a little bit of like berry to it. So I've really been liking the Brazil too. I haven't done a Brazil for any of our roasts before, which is interesting. Okay, you get a little berry, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, re- I really like that one. Um, the next one over. So be four, four is yeah. Peru. Okay. So Peru was our Peru used to be one that we made. We had a roast um, when Tim and I were doing it as the troop the uh, troop racing roast. We mm-hmm. had one that was called Late Night Luge. Yeah, I remember that. And one. it was it was half Peru and uh, half Kenya. Okay, is what that one was. So it was, it was interesting, and I really liked the Peru because you get you kind of get a little the Peru are like kind of graham crackery. They're usually pretty light. I kind of like them. That one's real bright. But that one at the like the end, it's it lingers of, a little bit. It, that's what I was gonna say. It has a little caramel, almost like a caramel on the back of your tongue. Yeah, it lingers to a little bit. That's yeah. what I jotted down. It's like caramel to me is what that one is. The next one I also have been liking a lot. Um, it's uh, a Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Okay. So this is the one I've been I've been working with. Uh, I have a friend of mine that goes back and forth from Costa Rica. So I'm trying to I'm trying to work on getting some like direct from the farms okay. Costa Rican beans. But this it's is one the middleman, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I like the Costa Rica. Like I get a little bit of semi sweet chocolate out of this one too, like almost bittersweet chocolate. Really smooth. Like that one's easy. Yeah, that one's good. Sorry, Brant, we're still tasting. Oh no, you're fine. I mean every time you guys Every time Travis uh, talks about coffee, I always learn something new. So I'm just, I'm just sitting back and listening. <laughs> and then the last two are the, one, the ones I'm kind of a little geeked out about because they're both Guatemala, and okay. they were both recommended to me as a solid replacement for the Panamanian one that okay. I was using before for the Joplin. So I've been liking them, but I've liked all of these. I mean, this one, this one I like, but it, it's, it's, got, it's got a flavor, like the Burundi one. It's got just a funky flavor to me that's not my favorite, just because I, I don't know why. It's that really organic, almost like vegetative flavor. Maybe to you me. need to smoke a cigar with it. Yeah, that might be. <laughs> right? <laughs> compare the two. It might, might right. be about right, but you're probably right. That might be a good cigar uh, coffee right there. That'll give you the rest of it. It's all yours. <laughs> but I've been liking these Guatemalan ones a lot. Yeah, this one's like, boom. You're right. It's like... It, it's it's there and then it's gone. Yeah, it doesn't linger or nothing. I think it's got a really it's got a really strong upfront flavor too, mm-hmm. and then it's just gone. I, yeah. I I love that about it. And then you, it makes you want more. Yeah, <laughs> I know. 
Yeah, but Brant's been helping me with a lot of the design um, on the coffee, and we've been selling coffee, uh, doing doing a little bit of uh, sales up in uh, Montana. So we've got we've got like one of the things I did. So when Troop sort of went away last year, and I think Tim just needed to concentrate on his own business. Yeah, good kind of. We kind of went our own like just our own ways. I sort of carried on with this. Yeah. One of the things that I really wanted to focus on is I wanted to make sure we were really a local brand. I was like, you know, there's a lot of good coffee companies out there, but I really like the idea of being. We're like this, like the South Orange County, like the premium roaster in, in, in South Orange County, you know? Yeah. So it's been working out because it, it just seems like I can't keep anything in stock these days, which is nice. Well, that's a good problem to have. Yeah. <laughs> it <laughs> is. It is, especially. It's such it, a it double-edged makes, sword right there. <laughs> the, the problem is, like, I get a couple orders. So my website, I get a handful of orders a week, you know? And... uh Sometimes I'll get an order like right when I'm heading to the airport for a 10 day trip or like a, a week long trip somewhere. I'm like, ah, crap. So I have to email them. I'm like, I'll have it back to you. But I think all my long trips are out of the way for this year. What, what is it? Why don't you have your brother keep inventory? And when you're on a, uh, I need to. You're, you know, on a trip or something, he can, he can fulfill that order. From well, I've Montana. also, my, I have older daughters too. So okay. I don't, I don't know why I haven't trained them up yet. So I have, I have 17 year old daughter that I they're, just can pay her. They're busy on Instagram and Facebook <laughs> doing, you know, going to the beach or something, going to the mall or something. They don't <laughs> have exactly time for it. dad. No. They don't have time for dad. Come if on. I pay them money, they're good. So <laughs> I think I got to just like incentivize them a little bit, you know? So, I mean, why, uh, it's not really the, so the logo is not really like a, like a solid, like dark, you know, like a red color. I mean, what, what kind of, uh. What's the, um, the the mix in that, you know, to make that color? And why that color? Yeah, Brant, why that color? <laughs> I wanted something that kind of, well, I mean, here's the thing. Travis and I grew up biking. I mean, it was, a, it was kind of cool. And so a lot of the idea behind the packaging is kind of like modern 80s. Um, it was kind of this idea of I wanted to bring back some of the, the patterns and even some of the colors of, of, of when – when we were young yeah. and we were biking. And so I actually have, uh, I had an old, uh, an old dino shirt that I had when I was maybe 11 or 12. And it had these kind of really nice, subtle reds that I've always liked. And so, I mean, that's where that kind of subtle red comes from. And, and that's you know where King of Vert of- is, right? Have you ever heard of King of Vert? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember you telling me about it, but you got to remind me. Yeah, so it was a, it was a vert competition that it, they used to go on tour. And was it like a, like a half pipe? Yeah, it was a half pipe, and they would just set yeah, up in like a in like a gym, and we'd go to the competition. I think the first one I went to was like if you know Matt Hoffman, he was like yeah, he was like one of the the youngsters there. So it had all the old dudes, uh, Jim McCoy, and all those old old school vert guys. Um, way before X Games, and then like Matt Hoffman was there, and yeah. he was like the young guy. Like we got this new guy here, Matt Hoffman. And yeah, he was, was the like, young stallion. <laughs> yeah, it was really funny. Like the the one I went to, man, I saw the guy fall. It must have been thirty feet, and he just not did not get up. They had to like drag drag <laughs> oh, him man. off. I was like, oh my gosh, that guy's never coming back. And then a few years later, he's like winning everything again. Yeah, I'm like, right? okay, that guy's amazing. He got some next, yeah. some sense knocking to him. <laughs> yeah, but it used to be called yeah. like two hip also. So I had this T shirt that was just these horrible eighties like pink and green, and it was oh, like, I'm all about that dude. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's the route Brant was going, especially with like the the King of Vert yeah, type face. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's where it came from. I mean, that Travis explained it perfectly. Like I wanted to make sure that this. I mean, it's a kind of a piece of us you know i wanted to make sure that we were kind of you know showing off a little bit of us in subtly in the packaging so the colors kind of but i wanted to also make it a little more modern so it didn't have that kind of cheesy 80s you know silliness to it so it's just that's kind of that balance that we tried yeah. riding I'm, I'm a big fan of reddit you know just it's synonymous for like yeah. ferrari and like you know just champions yeah. you know what i mean like i don't know i, I like red yeah, I've been. It's a good color. I've been looking to put a kit together too because I got you know me, you know Kimmy and JJ. And yeah, yeah. Guys. So we've got a few people like if you put kits together, I just want to order a few of them. So I'm like, all right, I've been I've been working on trying to kind of come up with some designs for some kids, but this year it's just been insane. So yeah. I haven't gotten around to it yet. Well, but we'll you, eventually get something together. You know, you know somebody that can design stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you know a guy, right? <laughs> I do, <laughs> I do. I, although I don't think he's ever designed a kit. That's the only. Oh, thing. I'm sure. I'm no, sure he's, I mean, he's, it's, up, it's, he's up for the challenge. It's all based on templates. I mean, yeah. I've actually we've actually looked at kits together and yeah. like we've kind of sent links back and forth as far as like trying to find a good one that's not going to break the bank just to make one and that's the problem is that when we do this like hats and we do packaging and things like that the more we can order the better price point we have and so we're looking at kits so that we're not you know to make to make a really to make a good quality kit at a price that's reasonable i mean we have to order a thousand which is like well, that's, I'm, that's a little do bit a 10. too much. There's a couple people that'll do 10, five and 10 minimums. So we're probably going to start looking at um, hot shop. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I've always liked their stuff. You know, they're, they're here in San Clemente. They're Orange oh. County based. Okay. You know, uh, Dave, Dave Mart- I can't remember, pronounce his last name, but 
real cool guy. Okay. Um, I've had some stuff made by him, and uh, you know, it's all in house. Yeah. You know, you can pick whatever you want, and and uh, I'll get to it go done. check it out. Yeah. Yeah. This year I've just been riding. I mean, you know, ride fast. So yeah. I've just been mm-hmm. riding the ride fast. Kid, I've known Scott for a few years now. Great guy. Mm-hmm. They make so, good stuff, and they're also they're also uh, Orange County based. Uh, totally uh, local. Yeah. They're yeah. Amazing. So yeah, I've just been riding the ride fast stuff the year, this year. And I'm totally happy with it. Yeah. I, I'm, I have an idea what what kind of I, I want to make my own kit, but it's going to implement like everything that I do, like Illusion Brews into another bike fest, uh, be on the bike, like all the stuff that I want to do. And I'm thinking of like. Um, um, a white kit, but like with the like little dots of like the little dots are going to be like the logos. Oh yeah, yeah. In the kit, just don't do white bottoms. No, 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 no. Yeah. It's, it's gonna <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, 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 gonna, it's gonna it's gonna go like black, and then it's kind of just to the top. It's gonna start like clearing up. A oh, bit. that'll look good. You know, that's kind of what I have envisioned. I know a designer. Yeah, <laughs> I know a guy. Yeah, I know a designer a guy. too. I'm just, uh, <laughs> I know a guy. <laughs> so, uh, for back to the coffee, just for a minute. So, I'm. I'll tell you mine. My favorites. Mm-hmm. I think the Brazil. Okay. The Costa Rica and the Guatemala are my my three. Okay. Are the ones I like. And whichever one you like, well, let's well, run no, it through the number, number seven. What was number seven? That's another Guatemala. So these okay. are both. These are two different farms from Guatemala. This is the one, the number seven is the one that the guys I was asking for a replacement for Joplin, they actually recommended this one, this farm to me. So I like number seven as well. Well, number, it's actually my number one, but yeah, the number seven. It's good. Yeah. So you're saying number three? You like number three, right? Yeah. Number three is the Brazil. I know they start tasting a little bit similar. It's all washed, and they're all sort of similar processing. Okay. Pull the Brazil down here. Keep sampling. I'm number six. I'm still going back to number six, dude. That one's good. The, the Guatemala? Yeah. I keep going back to it, too. That's the one I've been drinking a lot of mornings. So I almost feel like that's the kind of one I'm leaning towards. What do you think? I'm liking that one. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's it. That's going to be... <laughs> all but right. We've tasted them all. I mean, the Brazil was, I think, a close second for me, but I, I do like I do like this one a lot. So, um, <clears throat> Travis, what's, right now you're going to have, what, three, just three blends? Mm-hmm. Well, they're all... I do single origin. Okay. So each one of them is going to be single origin. So the King of Verts in Ethiopian, uh, one single farm. It's, it's, it's essentially... It's, it's a conglomerate of farms, but they all process and they all farm exactly the same so it's sort of a co-op and the guys it's a long story i had to actually ask the story about the farm because there was a farm a group a co-op that i had been buying my ethiopian beans from before and it sort of disappeared i couldn't get those beans anymore and then this one popped up and the guys told me yeah it's all those guys ended up joining this co-op and now the beans are the same i'm like yes okay so i got the 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 bean back my kenya i have a kenya roast which is the motorway and then this will be now we're gonna have a probably Guatemala and Joplin going okay. forward. So is what I'm thinking. But I've been leaning towards Guatemala or Brazil for the Joplin. Okay. But I like the Guatemala since. So right. you, you want to just stick to three. Three, three. I I like to keep it pretty simple. Yeah. I, and and for what we'll do is um, I'll probably do this for Illusion Brews. We'll do the uh, the the Guatemala, and that's what we'll be serving there. Uh, hopefully, I'm gonna get some Illusion Brew stickers and stick them on the bags and call it a day. Mm-hmm. So give a few of those away. Whatever you want to do. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, it's all, it's all about, um, you know, sharing the, the gospel of, uh, of cycling and, um, you know, Illusion Brews is, it's, I want to do something like with the whole community, yeah. community, you know, and, and bringing all the bike shops together and, uh, it's more of a grassroots type of a feel, you yeah, know, I love it. Cook's Corner, I mean, it, it, it can get rowdy, you know, you get, you get, you get guys that are bikers, you know what I mean? Like they're, you know, they got their, you know, their, their, you know, their, their colors or whatever you want to call them, uh, their vests and stuff like that. So, and then, you know, we have all these guys and, you know, legs are shaving off and, uh, and, and, and Lycra and stuff, you know what I mean? But you get that little mix of there. But, you know, it's, it, it uh, I was talking to Mark Helms uh, from Giant. He, he kind of liked it because he gets these people that, um, they're not biased. You know what I mean? They're like, yeah. hey, you know, want, they're checking out the stuff. They're checking out the bikes. And, you know, you get a lot of guys that have been in the industry for a while or mountain biking for a while. And they're, you know, they feel like, they know everything, you know. Like, oh, I, I know everything. I know. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you get people that are like just completely like brand new, and you know they they're more stoked on the stuff. You know, I I thought it was a great mix last time mm-hmm. when we were there. I mean, you had you had the bikers coming later in the day. They had the band playing. Yeah, 
it, it was like everybody was mingling, mixing, drink. I mean, it's it was kind of a fun event. Right. <laughs> I yeah. mean, just all around. I, I really enjoyed the whole thing. I know you were stressed out <laughs> trying <laughs> to conduct always, everybody. Always, always, man. You know, it, it's it's a, it's a labor of love. And um, I just want the community to keep growing. And, yeah. you know, and obviously, it ultimately, like bike shops want to sell product. You know, yeah. they want to sell bikes. They want to bring in new customers, you know, and they're all competing against each other. But there that day is like, we're all riding together. Um, right now, I have Essence Flori. Uh, who is a uh, pro enduro racer? Oh wow! Um, so she rides for um, for Ibis. So she's gonna be doing. A, she's gonna be leading the ride. Oh wow! And then um, I got Sean from a Pure Ride. Okay. So he's gonna be doing a gravel ride. Oh nice! So I'm trying to I'm trying to get uh, I'm trying to get some um, some local pro gravel uh, riders or racers yeah. to come out and and, and uh, you know and get people introduced into gravel because gravel. And e-bikes are like the largest, you know, the the, the biggest segment in 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 the, in the industry right now. Yeah, it's crazy. They're the ones that are kind of keeping everything going. Yeah, you know, everything's kind of like flattened out a little bit, tapered off a little bit, but the gravel and the e-bike stuff is is blowing up. Yeah. So we have to kind of get get that going too. You know, unfortunately, right now the OC parks and in the Forest Service they say no e-bikes, but you see it, you go out there and people are still on e-bikes. They are. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, there's got to be a compromise somewhere. Well, you can go into Cleveland, can't you, with e-bikes? I, I called. Think. I called, and and they said no. Oh, okay. So I mean, there's certain parts where you where you can, and there's some parts where you can't go. Yeah. So like doing the luge, you you can't do it on an e-bike. Okay. But you go you go do the luge, and there's people on e-bikes. You go to Oaks yeah. or Whiting or whatever, there's people on e-bikes. Yeah. So I was like, I don't at, know. At this point in my life, I'm glad there's no e-bikes around me. But when I about ten years from now, when I'm <laughs> Getting a little older and lazier, I'm like I'm gonna be all about the e-bikes. Well, we gotta embrace it, dude. Yeah. You know, we, you know, especially the shops, they gotta embrace all that kind of stuff because that's ultimately that's business for them. So many people are buying, you know. Yeah. So, um, and uh, so intense is coming back to to the to the bike shops now. So we're we're trying to, you know, it's not guaranteed, but we're we're trying to get Aaron Gwen to come out and oh. and, and do a ride. Well, that'd be fun. So, and then I reached out to Just chase uh, him down the luge. That'd be well. A, you know, we're we're talking about maybe having having them do. The widening in reverse, okay. Because there's going to be people like, oh, I want to go, I want to race against Arrow, I want to, I want to beat him down to lose. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. We don't want people getting hurt. No kidding, right? It's all about riding together, yeah. and uh, we don't want any hot rodded people out there. So maybe if if he does come out, um, send him down the um, doing widening in reverse. Yeah. So that kind of keeps everybody you know mellow for the yeah. for a little bit, yeah, right? Yeah. Go up and, the backside of widening and do like Vulture View or whatever yeah, down the back. Yeah, yes. some, some some mellow, some chill. You know, it's it's a matter it. To me, it's about riding with people, you yeah. know, having a good time. Because when you when you're training, you're training, you know, by yourself most of the time. No, I, I've been riding with uh, there's uh, the TBD group okay. uh, of guys out of Irvine. Um, there's about 20, 25 of them, and most Saturdays we have a pretty big group. But okay. I end up by myself by the end because they're all out of Irvine, and I live in Mission Viejo, so okay. I usually end up doing the last thirty miles by myself <laughs> out of uh, when I'm doing my centuries. But aside that's, from that, but that's insane though, dude. I mean, you're you're doing uh, what's that race again? So I'm doing Lodija. Coming Logan, up, yeah. and it's in three, not even three weeks now. It's in like two and a half weeks. So it's Logan, Utah to Jackson Hole, Wyoming in one day. 206 miles in one day. So two mountain, no, three mountain passes. What's the uh, what's the total? Uh, um, elevation? Elevation. I want to say, it's not as bad as you'd think for 200 miles. Like 10,000? Yeah, about 10,000. I, th- I think it's ten to 11,000, if, if I remember correctly. But you get you get almost all of that in the first 100 miles. And then it flattens out, and then you hit the Snake River climb to Jackson Hole. Okay. But you do the two mountain passes going between Utah and Wyoming, if I remember correctly. So, so, so you're doing century rides on the weekends. Yes. Are you also incorporating like hill repeats or? Oh yeah. Or, or like during the intervals? week. Yeah. yeah. Okay. When I, and I travel a ton, so I usually end up hitting. I, I go to like I look at hotels and I make sure the hotels I stay in actually have legitimate bikes and not like the the recumbent mm-hmm. <laughs> trainers. Yeah. So I try to make sure that they have uh, reasonable bikes, and then I end up doing my my repeats and my. Uh, in, I can't stand doing intervals indoors, like the worst thing in the entire world. Right? But yeah, <laughs> just intervals are not that fun to begin with. But being on a being on a stationary bike makes you, it even you worse. You got to learn how to embrace. I mean, but that's pretty nice, dude. Two hundred and six miles, you said. Yeah. One day. Yeah, one day. I mean, so, what, what are you calculating like hours wise? So the goal, the group I'm with, they put me on the competitive team. So there's like three teams that are going out, and you can put eight people on your team. You kind of can all work together, and they put you in heats of. Uh, I'm going to get this wrong, but probably like fifty people in a heat. Uh, and the guys I'm with are shooting for sub probably nine hours and 30 minutes. Jeez, man. That's insane, I know. Dude. That is insane, dude. <laughs> I know. So what, what's your average going to be like? 
So I, I don't know. I'm hoping to chase them. And I, I know the averages per mile are going to change depending on what right. part of the race we're on. Mm-hmm. So I don't I, – I was looking at – I was reading some of their ride reports today. They were po- we have a little group me group, and they were posting some of their ride reports. These guys have been doing it for like the last eight years. Okay, so they got it down. And they've gotten progressively faster and faster. And like last year, I want to say the TBD guys – I want to say they swept the podium in a couple of divisions, like a couple of guys, like wow. they, they were all podiuming in, in their different divisions. So they have really fast guys and they're hoping to do the same thing this year. And they threw me on the fast team. I'm like, oh, crap. okay. So the ringer, you know, not the ringer. I'm, <laughs> I'm like the guy coming in doing his, do, finally going to finish the race. And I, I, I don't know. It, it'll be interesting trying to keep up with those guys. I like climbing, so I'm happy to pull up the hills, but I'm a mountain biker yeah. at heart. So what, what? What? So what about the gearing setup on your bike? Right now, so I have uh, the Felt VR um, two. So I, it's sort of a, a comfort, like more of a comfortable bike, and I have kind of more of a compact gear set on it right now, uh, which I think is going to be fine for me, especially just based on what we've been doing on the weekends. We've been mm-hmm. going out doing 100, 120 miles, eight, seven, eight thousand feet of climbing. Okay, and it's the perfect gearing for me. And for the first hundred miles, it's literally mountain two or three mountain passes, I think it's going to be fine. Where we, Then we hit the flats, and then I'm hoping just to hang on to someone's wheel. So that's the goal. Okay. We'll, see, we'll see how it goes. Okay, okay. <laughs> what, what about the tire setup? So I just swapped them today because I've had, just in the last two weeks, I've had nine flats okay. on, on my ride. So I just put gator skins on there today. I was like, forget it. I'm not even dealing with it anymore. I'm mm-hmm. just going with a little heavier tire. But the, the heavier tire will slow me down less than a flat. So Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, what are your thoughts on like tubeless setups on, on road bikes now? So I, I don't have the, my only thought on it is the one time I was chasing a guy that had tubeless on his road bike, I was right behind him and he hit something and it just sprayed stuff all over my face. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't want that spraying me in the middle of a race. Then he had, he had like the goo all the way up his back cause it yeah. sprayed up. I was like, that's just gross. I don't, but, I, but he I, kept going. Well, he had to stop and put air back in okay. because he lost enough air in that one instant. Cause so much blows out at one time yeah. that he had to stop, put air in, but yeah, he didn't have to swap his tube, which okay. was nice. That saved, saved a little bit of time right there. Yeah. But I haven't, haven't, haven't gone that route yet. Okay. So we'll see. I think, I, I think I can go tubeless with my wheels that I have on there. I just, so, so you, you you know that uh, uh, felt got butt out by Rosignol, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, do you know? Do you have any insight on what what they plan on doing? Because I was talking to uh, to Zach Rastigian. You know, he he's, he was on, on on felt, and now he's on on a Rosy. And yeah. he says he was telling me that um, like certain like millimeters of travel, it's going to be Rosignol, and then the other stuff is going to stay as felt. I have no idea. Okay. So my I bought all I have is a felt road bike. Everything else I ride is Santa Cruz. So okay. I have two Santa Cruz mountain bikes. So I, I don't really know, and I just got a good deal on the felt, and that's why I happen to be riding a felt. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. I'd be on whatever else I got a better deal yeah, on. Yeah, right. So. Uh, what about nutrition for this race? Uh, so I use a lot of Carbo Rocket. So Carbo Rocket has sort of been my go-to for the bottles, and he also does um, – he, he they're called Rocket Lights, so it's kind of like Enduro Lights, but he uses more natural – sodium supplement and then he also throws ginger and spearmint in it so as you like as you, if it keeps your stomach really calm and that's mm-hmm. really good sodium supplement for me so i really like the carbo uh the carbo rocket stuff and then i usually it's kind of funny because I, I sweat a lot so i usually bring like a bag of like salted mixed nuts <laughs> and stuff like that to eat along the way and mm-hmm. i'll just i'll eat at, at, at this point i'll probably just be, be anything at the aid stations i'm not okay. even, i'm not even worried about so, that so you, you don't you, you don't have like a like a little pack of like food that you're gonna you, you can drop off at an aid station. Or oh something? no, we will. So okay. you you have to have for this race. You actually have to have vehicle support. So oh, my do. wife is gonna be following. So oh, you, sweet. Everybody has to have their own vehicle support. Okay. So with radios and stuff like a legit like well, no, no radios. I'll have my phone with me, but okay. they they have to meet you at the different aid stations. So they actually are there with your stuff. So I'm gonna have a car. Full, I'm gonna have a cooler full of stuff. So I'm hoping to have like cold waters and all that stuff in the cooler some coffee yeah some coffee for sure <laughs> i'm hoping she'll just bring me a burger halfway through stop off at like whatever uh, whatever burger spot she can grab some fries or something so maybe a milkshake but i'll eat anything at, at, at a certain point so we'll see i mean i'm not i'm not a big road racer i usually like i said I mountain. do mostly mountain. Yeah. So we'll see like next year i'm hoping to do like breck epic and a couple of other ones That's get off the road 6 day race right yeah yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's in solo or team. So uh, me and Jeff Jacobson are we're sort of ta- we're tossing around two different races that we might do next year. Um, we might we're thinking about doing the Swiss Epic, 
which has come up. That's also like a five, six day race, but it's in Switzerland and mm-hmm. in the mountains. And I think it's probably similar, similar distance and elevation to Breck Epic. It's just next year is kind of turning out to be just an insane year for both of us. So we may end up staying in the U S and doing the Breck Epic as a team. And then early in the year, we may do the, um, the Moab stage race again. Okay. So we're probably going to try to start doing that as a team together. There, there's also a, a Baja Epic. Oh yeah. And Ensenada. Okay. Yeah. What one? When, when is it? I'm October. Down. Okay. Uh, it's coming up. Yeah, October. It, uh, it, how many days is it? I, I want to. You know what? Uh, I want to say either two or three days. Okay. Pretty short. Pretty short. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it's you know loose, steep, chunky stuff. That'd be fun. Yeah. So yeah. some similar to what you read here. Yeah. Um, to, this this October is going to be tough because I think I'm already registered for, for the. Year. Yeah, I'm yeah. doing the what is it? The quick and dirty, the filthy fifty. Filthy fifty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doing that this year, and then. I can't remember where I am. I think, oh, we're doing Illusion Brews on the 12th. Yep. yep. <laughs> and then I think I have to make another trip over to the UK for, for work, unfortunately, Jeez. right after Illusion Brews, it looks like. Yeah. So. Well, I'm, I'm training to, uh, nothing, not, nothing to, to the level of what you're doing. That's yeah. just insane. But uh, um, the, the Pinelli uh, Turn and Burn race, uh, oh. which is the, the weekend after Illusion Brews, yeah. the 19th, uh, um, six hour race. Oh. So I, I did it two years ago. And uh, I. I find it. I enjoy it more the endurance style racing yeah. than than the cross country stuff. Yeah, I, I'm I'm so. all about endurance. For me, that's that's sort of my sweet. Fifty miles is like my sweet spot. I like fifty mile races. I like the True Grit. I always like the fifty milers up in Big Bear. Those are the ones I always. I never just do the XC races. I okay. like the longer distances. We, we need to we need to put a race on in Orange County where it's it's either like a, a, a six, twelve, eight hour race, whatever. We got to do it here in Orange County. There's nothing here that nobody's doing. They them used here. to have them right over there by Black Star. They had I guess that open space there used to be like the twenty four hours of Orange County. And what happened? I don't know. I, I never did one. <laughs> That's funny. But are you are you going to go out to the uh, twenty four hour of uh, Vale Lake this year? Um, I might go out there and spectate. Yeah. I think I think we're doing it as a team. So it'd be me. I think uh, Jeff uh, Kimmy will probably be on our team, and then uh, Charlie. Wait, Gilmore. Gonna do it solo. I don't. So I think we're going to try to do a co-ed team okay. and, and see if we can just kill it with a co-ed team. That's so, nuts. And then I think she she and I think are we're, we're looking at. I mean, I'm I'm looking to register maybe to do the um, 24 of Old Pueblo next year. I okay. want I've never done a solo 24, and I hear that's the one to do. So I'm I'm contemplating it. I have it like on an alert. So when the registration becomes available, yeah. I'm probably going to register for the 24 hour solo and just cross my fingers that it works out. That first the first four months of the year are usually heavy travel year or travel travel months for me. For work, yeah. So we'll see how it goes. But I'm kind of coming off this big like training, training, training up until two weeks from now, and then I can just carry. Hopefully, just keep carrying that out. And yeah, I'm in pretty good shape right now, so I feel feel good about carrying so, that on. So right up to the race, uh, do you taper your training off? Yeah. So I'm already like I'm not even doing I'm not going out with them on Saturday this week I'm I'm just going up to Sky Park on Saturday. Oh nice, <laughs> yeah. nice. You know so, I, I still got to get up there, dude. Yeah, I've been there it's once. Epic. It's super fun. I, I actually enjoy it as much as um, Snow Summit. Okay. So I have I have a really good time. Um, the, the, I've been there. I've only been there no twice. I've been there twice and had a great time both times. Mm-hmm. So this is the first time this year I'm going and I'm I'm kind of excited. So I'm going to go out tomorrow. I'm just taking the day off. I'm going out for a big roadie tomorrow, and then doing. Sky Park on Saturday. Now, let me ask you, what about chain lube? What are you? Are you? With, are you more of the like the the standard chain lube stuff, like uh, Demontech, or or more of the uh, like the um, the wax stuff? Uh, I use I use just the standard, the whatever that yellow stuff is that they sell at Gold, Rock and Roll. Yeah, Gold something. Yeah, I love that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and then also Muckoff had some really good chain lube that I okay. liked. Um, when uh, the last year we were on that Troop was going, um, they were one of our sponsors, and I absolutely loved the lube that um, they produced for Muckoff. So okay, pretty good. Because I'm, I'm sure with like a 200 mile race, I mean, you know, you you might need to reapply chain lube. Yeah, especially if the weather's point. especially if the weather's not uh, cooperating with us. I'm hoping it. Will be the perfect weather for. So I mean, are you gonna are you gonna carry some stuff with you, or you just keep it in the support? It's all gonna be in the support vehicle because they're gonna have they have neutral support all along the way. So the first year I did it, I got wrecked at mile one sixty, broke my front wheel, and they the neutral support just showed up out of nowhere, and I was like, I had a bad concussion, so they just fixed my bike and they threw me back on my bike, and I I jumped back on. And tried to stay in the chain but at mile one sixty. I was seeing like double of the people I was with. I was like, okay, I can't, I can't finish this. I didn't know who to follow. Damn, I kept following dude. the wrong person. So yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. Did you, uh, did you end up going to the hospital? No, it was just, a, it was just a bad concussion. I thought about, I mean, I, 
I don't really remember it that well. <laughs> I remember my wife picking me up, and I don't remember very much after that. I just remember that I had a, a little bit of a concussion. Wow. But I Some can't chill, remember. Dude. She was like, should we go to the hospital? I don't remember the conversation. Well, you know, uh, uh, so Specialized came out with their, with their um, oh, shoot, what is it called? They had this little uh, electric little thing that you put, that's, it comes in the helmets. Oh. And... Uh, um, if the certain impact, like it alerts, like uh, your, you know, whoever you have on your, um, oh, no on way. your, you know, emergency <laughs> contact list or whatever. My wife would get one of those once a week, I think, at this point. Yeah, you know, it's pretty cool. It's like, uh, um, especially for people that ride by themselves. Yeah, I, I can't remember what it's called, but anyways, uh, it just uh, alerts them if you get a head injury. Eh? Yeah, yeah, oh. it's, it's 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 like on on the helmet, on the actual helmet, like on the back, of the, That's on the back smart. of the helmet. Yeah, and uh, you know, some kind of like telemetry or something, you know, like certain impact. You know, it'll it'll send an alert out to the people that you have. Yeah. On the contact list, you know, and it, and it sends the location and everything. As long That's as there's awesome. that connection or whatever, you know, if you get knocked out or something, they they know where to find you. Yeah, I have it set up on Strava where you can kind of track, like friends can track you as well. So, yeah, when I ride by myself, especially in the Santa Anas, I, I kind of make sure someone knows where I am. Yeah, it's it's definitely uh, um, cheap insurance, you know, yeah. you don't want to. So... Do we agree on number six or? I think, I think that's, it's, I think this one is the one we're going to go with. Yeah. The Guatemala Los Santos farm. Okay. It's actually also uh, a bourbon, um, a bourbon bean. So yeah. So their tasting notes, they say brown sugar, floral, lemon milk, chocolate. And we were both saying it's pretty smooth. Yeah. You got a little hit, you got a hit of the citrus right at the front. Okay, cool. Yeah. I like it. Yes. That's the one we're going with. <laughs> I just like how smooth it is. That one's so easy to drink. It is. Uh, you know, like you said, it, you, you drink it and it just goes away. Yeah. So uh, so the, it's, it's called the Angie. Oh, okay. Yeah, so check it out. It's uh, specialized. I need to. The it's, number uh, of concussions a, I've had they, over they, the years. They call it the crash sensor. Okay. So um, if you're, if you, you know, I don't know if it's just for, for specialized because I know they have the little sensor you can buy like separately. Yeah. But, um, you know, the helmet that I have, it, it comes with it. It's pretty yeah. cool. It's I need pretty that. cool. I, I think you need it nowadays because... A lot of people ride by themselves. Yeah. I, I do it. I, I land on my head a lot, too, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a lot of broken helmets sitting in my garage. <laughs> oh, man. Your bike shop must love you then, huh? Yeah. No, yeah. Luckily, we, like I said, for the last few years also, we had Laser as, as one of our sponsors. So okay. I just had a pile of helmets. Nice. Up. Well, they're, uh, they're part of uh, uh, Shimano, right? Laser's I don't remember Shimano. who yeah. bought them, yeah. but yeah. Shimano. I want to say Shimano. But yeah, so yeah, yeah we're going to go with this one, I think. Okay. That's it. That's going to be the new the new Joplin. We're going to get some stickers or lose some Bruce stickers, slap them on the bag. Nice. And then nice. Uh, we'll throw a few uh, different bags in for the uh, raffle at Lusion okay. Bruce, and then that's what we'll serve. And then you guys will have some merchandise for sale and stuff? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. And the other, I mean, we, um, I don't know if you guys uh, are even on like some of the, um, if you guys follow Ride Fast or anything, but we also do every third Thursday of the month, we do the tap takeover um, over at, have you been to Mamon? It's a restaurant right in Foothill Ranch, right at the. It's almost right at the entrance of Whiting. It's the food is amazing, uh, but every Thursday, like Thursday nights, they bring in like some Thursday nights. I'd have to look it up. They bring in local breweries. I'm, I'm here Thursday nights. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> you got to come over one. You got we got to do it from Mamone. You got to do like the, oh, the podcast yeah. from Mamone one of these days. That would be bad. But their food is amazing. Like their sandwiches are like they have like pork, like roasted pork with uh, like a, a fried egg and the real spot like. Super good. It's the same guys that own Inca Mamas started Mamon. And um, on weekends, they even do like a brunch. And they have, it's, it's like my favorite thing in the world. They have a, uh, a homemade banana pudding stuffed French toast. Jeez. It is so good. Oh, man. Like, I, and just thinking about it, like I'm going to, I'm going to brunch this weekend for sure. <laughs> yeah. um, but the, the restaurant is amazing. They do a lot of, they have a bunch of local beer on tap. I'm not a drinker. So, but everybody that goes there is like, yeah, they, they have a really good um, selection of beer. And then mm-hmm. we've been there on the Thursday nights. We go every third Thursday. Um, they do a ride fast uh, trails and ales ride if anybody oh, okay. wants to I've go. seen that I've yeah. seen that okay so come on out it's like we have a lot of it's like all different levels we've had 20 people 30 people out there some some pretty big rides super fun we'll go do whiting the backside of whiting go over and do like some sort of little hidden trails that are come down off the hill over there into um unsanctioned the, stuff yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's yeah, sort of sanctioned yeah. <laughs> yeah and we'll go over into like edison and we've been sort of clearing some of the trails over there to sort of re-ride some of those as well so awesome yeah it's, it's a good group and then we meet up and have dinner afterward okay um, and, and they've had 
different breweries have shown up. So two of the four that we've done have had local breweries just show up, and it's really cool. So mm. they'll be there. They're sampling their beer and stuff like that. And then they they also just happen to carry my coffee. That's why oh. I bring it up. So you yeah, can actually I'll, buy I'll my right. coffee there. Okay. <laughs> so they, so they have like a, a good selection of coffee there. Yeah. So uh, they have um they have uh they they sell King Avert and Motorway. They have both of them. There's a little shelf that you can walk in. They actually have our coffee there for sale. So okay. it's one of the few places that you can actually buy it uh, off of our website. So nice. But their, their food is amazing. So. It's the perfect oh, so, combo. So, wait, so you have a, a locator on your website that tells you where you can buy the coffee from? No, they're the only ones that they're the only ones that sell it off of our website right now. Oh, gotcha, yeah, yeah. gotcha. Okay, that, I mean that, that wouldn't be the next that would be the next step, right, for you guys? Yeah, you know, get some get some uh, bike shops, you know, to be involved in, in, in totally. selling selling your product and you know some it, partners and stuff. Yeah. If right? I had time, I would, I'd be more much more involved. Like this year has been a little nuts, but uh, that's the goal next year to do some little little more partnerships, sort of start promoting more of like the. The mom and pop restaurants in our area. That's kind of who I want to be with. The mom and pop restaurant. And there's a couple coffee shops that they don't roast their own. They just serve coffee that they source from other places. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start working on uh, some of the local coffee shops. I brought some samples by, and they've shown interest. But I'm just like, I'm not doing. They all want five pound bags, and I'm like, I'm, I'm not doing five pound bags yet. Yeah, because it's a bulk, right? The yeah. bulk thing. Yeah. So like if you, if, I mean. You wouldn't be opposed to that, right? No, 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 not at all. You just got to step up your, your, your production? I've I got to make more time in my week to roast, or I've got to start co-oping the roasting. So I, I actually can um, do toll roasting with some of the different roasters in the area where they'll let me use their big machines, and I can actually go in and do big batches. So I'll do okay. 50 pounds at a time. Yeah. So if I got to that point, and if I, like I said, if I wasn't traveling every other week, I'd probably be doing something more along those lines, which I'm hoping to kind of get into next year. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how it goes. Um, but that's the goal. That, that work, man, it gets in the way, right? No. <laughs> I got to pay the bills. But at least this is a hobby, and this is sort of a, a small business. It's, it's paying for itself yeah. plus a little bit. Yeah. So it's kind of nice. But you don't see yourself like – like diving, you know, diving, you know, headfirst into into this full time, right? I I don't think it would cover living in California. <laughs> at least not selling it bag one bag at a time. It would have to be something where I'd be selling a lot more in bulk, yeah, rather than just selling individual bags. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things I really like to do is when you order through the website, and also if you go to Mamon, I try. I haven't been over there in a while, but I try to rotate it out for fresh stuff. So especially if you order it from my website, you're going to get the coffee tip. Typically roast within, roasted within about the last 48 hours. So now let me ask you regarding the, the, the coffee when it's in packages. What's the, the shelf life? I usually don't like to let it sit for more than about two or three weeks. Um, I try to rotate it out or I'll use it and serve it at different events if it's over about three weeks old. Okay. Uh, so it'll last a while. But I just don't like to. I like I, I like. I like being able to say, like, this is recently roasted within yeah. the last but, 72 I mean, some, hours. Some, somebody typically, like, like you know... The last time you gave me a, a bag, I have it in like my, in my um, my camping supplies. Yeah, so it's it's been a good minute. Yeah, it should we still 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 be good? It'll right? be fine. Okay, it'll taste it'll taste great. And some of the stuff I've had I've had for a while, and it all it tastes great. I just I really like it when it's been. It takes about twelve hours after roasting for it to kind of like fully develop all of its flavor, and then from like twelve hours to a couple of weeks, really good. After that, I mean, I think it just starts getting a little stale. I just like it. I like it really fresh. Mm-hmm. And I like it where like it, it'll, when you pour water over it, you'll see like the gas come out. It'll have this big bloom that comes out. Yeah, and you're like, you, okay, that's real fresh. You did fresh. that last time when, when you had the Chemex. Yeah. Or was it, was it Chemex? Or yeah. It? Yeah. And, uh, you know, it just started bubbling up. Yeah. So that anytime it's real fresh like that, you get like all the gaseous, like the gas releases. You're like, all right, no, that's been roasted yeah. within the last couple of days. That's the good so, stuff. Yeah. But that's my goal also. When someone orders, like I want to make sure they know it's been roasted within the last two or three days. Yeah. I don't have stuff sitting around in inventory. Okay. The so. RacingRoastery.com. Yeah, the RacingRoastery.com. Right. Or yeah. head over to Memon and grab a sandwich and pick up a bag over there. <laughs> I just I, I love that place. So not not just because they sell my coffee, but their 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 food is amazing. Just if you have a chance and you happen to be going coming out of Whiting and you park right there, it's a great place to grab a sandwich. Okay. And you you guys can get some at the uh, Legion Brews October. For sure. Wow. I'll be selling bags there for sure. I'll have all three. Uh, we'll, like I said, we're going to be serving this one, uh, and I'll have everything for you guys. And then uh, just so you know, I actually brought – so this is the – I don't have an empty cup right now. Let me um, – I was going to say this is – you can actually taste the difference. Here, give give that a sip. This is the King of Earth. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a little different when you, when you taste the – so now you, you have like a good contrast between – that's a naturally processed – That's good. Yeah. 
that's similar to, to this where it's like it's there and then it's like yep. gone. It's a little fruitier. It's got yeah. a little, it's got a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a, a fermented flavor to it, mm-hmm. which I like. Kind of like bright berries, dark chocolate, then it's gone, which I really like. And then you're like, oh, I want more of that. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of I know what I like. I, I know I'm not kind of an expert at setting up taste profiles, but I know what I like, and people seem to like what I like. So I'm like, yeah. all right, <laughs> it works out. Exactly. Well, Brent, you still there? Oh. Well. Yeah. yeah, I'm still here. I'm just, okay. I'm just being entertained is all. all. Right. Yeah, I thought he fell asleep or something. It's like, <laughs> boring. <laughs> Still talking bikes and coffee. And Brand's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't drink coffee. He doesn't bike. He likes to ski or snowboard. So. Snowboard. Yeah. yeah. Now, in, in, in Montana, is there, is there uh, cross-country skiing? Oh, like absolutely. That kind of stuff? My, okay. wife, my wife does cross-country skiing a lot. For me, it's too much work. I mean, I'd just rather have someone cart me up the mountain oh, so I can go down there. It's like, it's like <laughs> shuttling, right? You know, like the guys on downhill bikes. So like, hey, just shuttle me up to the top, and I'll yeah. just ride down. Exactly. Yeah. That's it. Cart my butt up to the top. Let me go down. That's all I like to do. <laughs> yeah. I, have a, I, have a buddy of mine, I have a buddy of mine who invites me to do backcountry skiing like every year. I was like, what does that entail? Well, we got to hike up the mountain for three hours, and then we get to go down. Well, how many times? Once. Yeah, Once? I'll pass. Like, uh, no. I'm, I'm busy. Yeah, I'm busy that weekend. Yeah. <laughs> when is it? Or, yeah, I'm busy. Or, or, or I could drive 45 minutes and hit a ski resort, and for like 40 bucks, I can stay there all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, th- thanks for uh, for calling in and, and uh, giving us the insight of the, of the logo, and, and uh, appreciate you supporting your brother and his endeavors to uh, to make uh, make some great coffee locally and and made with love. Yeah, for sure. And we're, I mean, we're right. working. On, we kind of just want to develop the brand, get it, get it out there. Got we have hats. I want to get the kits going, things like that. So mm-hmm. kind of just have a nice nice local brand that we can uh, sort of Yeah, now now we just got to get all the shops and and everybody else involved and, and yeah. uh you know, for support sure. support everybody, you know. We'll get there. We'll get there. Spread, share the stoke. Yes. Of, uh, <laughs> some good coffee. It'll get you wired. <laughs> it, do, it does. I, I definitely like to make sure there's a lot of caffeine in the coffee that I serve. It's pretty <laughs> pretty heavy. Pretty heavy duty. Like, I'm going to be pretty wired tonight after all yeah, of the uh, coffee sampling. <laughs> no, no sleeping for you. Right. Exactly. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of Beyond the Bike. My name is Big Lou. And... Thanks again, Travis. The Racing Roastery coming in. Yeah, thanks we, for having uh, me. We, I think we, we got a winner for uh, for the next uh, Joplin. Joplin, yeah. Joplin, I mean, if you're, uh, cool, with, if you're cool with the Brews, throwing yeah. that on there. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I think that's what I'm going to do. I think uh, just because I can't get that, I think the Guatemala is a perfect fit for it. Yeah. And I, I don't want to lose the Joplin name. That's right. the thing. It's such a such a good name for our local Yep. Um, our local biz. So. I think I think eventually you got you got to expand the brand. Yeah. Once uh, once you get more time. Yeah. To roast more coffee. Definitely. <laughs> I've been I've been already I've already been trying to think of new of trails that I can name coffee after. So okay. we'll, we'll have to come up with some good trails that we can name the coffee after. But right thank on. you very much for having me. All right, guys. Talk to you soon. You bet.